welcome back to another podcast of the Wii. And because we were late this week, we're going to do two video updates this week. Technically, this is a podcast update, not a video. <laughs> um, so I have another one of my closest friends with me, and her name is Savannah. And Savannah, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Likes, dislikes, hope for the futures. If you have, like, any enemies, like, now's the time to say it. <laughs> On public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Granted, public. I, I have, like, one audience member, and I think it's you. <laughs> I think so. I think you're right. I think Zach's watched it once, and I've watched each video once, and be like, how embarrassing are these? <laughs> so, I haven't listened to them yet, but I will. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to find out what's going on. Um... Right, my name is Savannah. I right now am studying to try and be a business office administrator person. We'll figure out how far I get into that one. That might change soon. I don't know. I think that's what's really hard. Side note, we'll come back to like your introduction later. But yeah. I think the way like our world's set up, it's so hard to figure out to find something that like is viable for a career. Because mm. there's like there's like the thing that they t- we tell ourselves like, oh, we want something that like inspires us that makes us feel like we're not going to work. But that's very unrealistic. As opposed to, like, what can we do for the next 40 years? To also, it's so hard to, like, you go to college for four years, and then you get out of college, and you still don't know anything. And so mm-hmm. I just feel like, like, there's something wrong here, but... Or you graduate in something, and you get a job completely different. Exactly. And, like, that being said, like, I am the anthropology major, so it's like, I've dug my own hole. <laughs> but, so I totally get, like, you're not sure, because it's so hard to know, like, what exactly you'll be doing and, like, how useful is the skill? Because, like, every few years, there's, like, always a greater need for different degrees. And it's just scary, guys. It's so scary. It's so scary. But continue. Okay. Um, I, right now, work at a medical oncology clinic. Um, that's super fun. I enjoy my friends. I enjoy painting. I love doing crafts. Um, I'm trying to think what else is interesting about me, but I don't... Do you want me to introduce you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, Savannah, in her spare time, she is boring and likes to put together puzzles. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's really funny. She worked really hard on this puzzle she got from Disneyland, um, of, like, Ellie and... Carl. Carl from Up. And she got it all done and realized they're missing a piece. <laughs> and so she had them resend a whole puzzle and then realized that all the puzzle pieces are different. And how do you put together the whole puzzle again? <laughs> yeah. That was a painful two um, weeks. <laughs> And then when COVID started, um, we actually put together a puzzle together all as an apartment. That was actually pretty fun. Mm. Um, it was also like, we did it in like a, it took like less than 48 hours. Yeah. And the puzzle was like, how many pieces was it? 1,500. Yeah. So it was, it was intense. And it wasn't like, it's hard guys. Cause like everything looks the same. <laughs> like you so. look at a piece and you're like, what could this possibly go to? And it was at least maybe four or five things. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, I'm still amazed like how we got it together. Cause it comes down to like, this color slightly matches this color, and then you slowly just start putting things together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Savannah likes putting together puzzles. She's re- puzzles that came out weird. She's recently gotten into like refurbishing furniture, and so mm-hmm. that one can be kind of hard because like it's to time and space, and we live in college dorms. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've seen a few things she does, and they're really cute. She's also like low key good at interior decorating, so if that's something she wanted to go into. She could <laughs> totally do it. That's a really good idea. <laughs> wow <laughs> new idea no longer what else could I put in my because <laughs> I've done elementary education I've done nursing I've done computer science I'm on business next is interior design this is great perfect um and she loves to read and mm. so she's been reading like a lot of those Brandon Sanderson books which I know are really big in like the kind of like fantasy genre community right now um because I like from my understanding I've tried to read them um I told I think that was my tummy. I hope that doesn't pop up. <laughs> Guys, my tummy just growled. I was like, it will now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're right. Um, and so, yeah, so the Brandon Sanderson books are like the Mistborn series and The Way of Kings. Mm-hmm. Um, big in the fantasy community. Um, he's a really good writer. He uh, takes like a lot of the common like tropes in writing and he kind of distorts them a bit. And he's like has very complex world building. And so I know she's been reading those lately. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually speaks Korean, which is really, really cool. I forgot that. <laughs> how, do you, how do you forget you speak Korean? I'm always like plugging, like, I speak Tagalog. Like, plug, plug, plug. Anyways. I should. People um, say, then, now now speak. And you're like, hmm. Why don't you introduce, why don't you uh, say, I love you in Korean? Saranghamnida. Okay. Why don't you say, like, my name is? And then um, your name. I know. I was like, <laughs> je, like I was like, just use French. I'm like, that was literally eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually called code switching. So, fun fact in linguistics, like when you have trouble like switching from like one language to another, um, it's called code switching, or like when another language bleeds through. So, ah. example, like when you're speaking and like a Korean word pops in, or like when you're speaking Korean English word pops in, that's code switching. Um, cool. That being said, the other day, like, this is back before COVID, so actually the other year, I was in class, and there was this, like, girl giving this presentation with a friend, and they were talking about something, and I was like, I think it was, like, a fandom thing, I'd come to class late, and it was like, no one quite understood, like, what they were saying, even though they were speaking English, and my professor was like, this is code switching. This is code switching. <laughs> You're welcome. I remember. Okay. Thank you. That was hard. <laughs> it took me, I was like, Jeanun, I was like, that is not right. <laughs> I love languages, because, like, I feel like, how do you say that, jo- Jeanun? Jeanun? That, I think that's, like, I am in French, but it's been since eighth grade, so don't quote me on that. Ah. But, I don't know, languages just sound really cool. Okay, and what else do I know about Savannah? She is a good cook. She'll deny it right away, but she cooks better than me, which makes you a good cook. <laughs> I was like, I will deny it. Not that it. I'm a great cook. Really, it's a low standard. <laughs> I was like, yeah, mine's not that much higher. I can eat rice pee really well. <laughs> we made taco soup once. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. We'll come back later on. Um, so, Savannah, what is something that, like, you really, really like about, like, learning about discussing, like, a passion of yours? A passion of mine? Um, lately, when I've gone on walks with my other friend Nat, most of the time we talk about kind of like what's going on in our lives, but we end up always making it back to, like, the gospel of the atonement. Like, that just always ends up being part of it. It's just, I don't know, that's something I really enjoy talking about. I also love talking about, um, books. I was about movies. I'm trying to think. I feel like I'm so boring. I love talking about people. Yeah. I think overall I enjoy talking about people. I wish you guys could see the amount of effort Savannah puts into loving people. Um, she's very people-oriented. And so, like, her mood is sometimes dependent upon other people's moods. And she never feels like she's doing her best or is very happy unless she's actively serving other people. And I think if everybody had Savannah in their life, they'd feel like a queen or a king or a monarch because <laughs> she is just so serviceable all the time. Oh, thank you. That's really sweet. Do you feel like mush now? A little bit. <laughs> Banana mush. <laughs> Gold. Yes. Um, okay, Savannah. So let's kind of head into one of my favorite segments. And this is like when we share stories or experiences that we've had together or with the we. And then we'll kind of go from there. Mm. Um, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? You go first, then I can follow your lead. Okay, so the first time I met Savannah, so I have a few stories because... I like the people, I, I always tell people I have a podcast and exactly what's happening, but 
we always kind of do these like right off the bat so I'm a little more prepared than everybody else mm. but anyways so that's why I'm always like I have the stories down <laughs> but so the first time like I really like met Savannah I it was like when the Star Wars movie had just come out um this is the third one um the one that like super fast paced no one really knew what was happening and Kylo Ren dies like what the heck happened anyways so like I had a spare ticket and no this wasn't Star Wars it was Avengers I was like one of the two something oh it was a big movie it was either Star Wars or Avengers it was Endgame I, I bet, bet it was, was Endgame I bet it was Endgame wow guys anyways and so I was like kind of running around because I was trying to like give away this ticket and Savannah was just kind of like walking in the hallways and I was like do you want to go to the movies and at that point we had like no prior contact with each other and she was just like she couldn't go but she was just like she just lit up and then ever since then, I remember thinking like I just really want to be your friend and I'm creepy and I basically like followed her around like I was like a little puppy like pay attention to me pay attention to me um that was like my first interaction with her and I just tell like she was such a good person she was so happy and then memories like I have a spin that I really really like she's someone that like I can sit down and like talk with and we can just talk for hours because like we kind of get each other emotionally and we kind of like have the same like understanding of like I know this is, like, in my head, but this is how I'm feeling. Mm. Um, I also, like, Savannah, <laughs> this is back during COVID, her, this was back when they were putting together the puzzle. I actually have this on video. <laughs> um, I had come in from work, and I was just sitting there, and, like, they were putting together the puzzle, and they start singing. And by they, it's, like, Savannah, Josie, and Nat. And Savannah, like, puts her head in the shirt, <laughs> and she's like, look, guys, I'm three balls, because it was, like, <laughs> her head and, like, her body, I guess. And it was just really funny, because I have it on tape of her just, like, kind of derping about and I love that memory of Savannah <laughs> and so yeah dang those are really good tough yeah. to beat I would say also my favorite one is literally being asked about that movie because I had known nobody I literally would go to work come back and not leave my apartment most of the time not even leave my bed I just didn't know anyone I didn't like it here I was so done but then I had you asked me about that movie and I was like oh, someone wants me here like that's all it took and then from then on I think my whole trajectory here being an alpha changed. It was just so cool. Because then I wanted to be your friend. I was like, oh, she's fun. We're both <laughs> equally stuck. Like, what can I do? <laughs> and so then I loved... Because I wouldn't... I never felt comfortable just to walk up here ever. And then literally, I think it would took a week and a half for Lauren to say, hey, you should come up here with us. Like, I think every single day she texted me saying, you should come up here with us. You should come up here with us. And I come up every day. And, and then finally she stopped doing it. But then I was like... And I miss it. I'll just go up. And then it wasn't like a chastisement. It was like, no, you you can all hang out with us. And I was like, yeah, I got invited to the cult. <laughs> got the membership. The we. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is like, this is what's kind of interesting. As compared to everybody else I've had on here, Savannah, I probably, like, we've probably only gotten close within like the past, I'd say like fall mm. was a sort of like, we are friends. Like, we've known each other previously, had a few interactions, and the fall was like, we are friends. Yeah. Like, so interesting. Pinnacle moment. I feel like there's just so many little ones. Um, I just love to come up here. Like, I don't, and if I don't feel comfortable with someone or somewhere, I don't, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. I won't fall asleep, if that makes sense. So, like, if I'm in someone's apartment, I will never fall asleep. This is the first apartment that I've ever fallen asleep in. Even though I've been plenty tired in other apartments, I've only fallen asleep in this one. I'm like, that's a pretty big compliment. See, I wish I was like that, because I used to be like that, but now, like, fun fact, guys, like, in between my work shifts, I take a nap in my car, <laughs> and so, like, I sleep in my car, people can probably see me, and they think she's home- I'm homeless or something, because I have, like, a pillow and a blanket, and I, like, yes. <laughs> like, the homeless girl, or, like, I'll be on the public bus somewhere, and I'm like, ow. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just am tired all the time. But, um, yeah, and also, this is 
another fun fact about Savannah, guys, is she's actually really good at crafting. Like, one of, this goes back to memories, is over, like, Christmas, she got this little nativity set, and she was painting it, and it was cute. And it was funny, because, like, as each person helped her, you could tell, like, each person was good at different things. I was absolutely useless. No, you but were good she at the base coats. <laughs> really get making sure it's all even <laughs> <laughs> it's true so I'm like that's nice I come back to the next day it's like repainted she's like yep yeah. <laughs> he's like hope you don't notice you did that it was all you <laughs> <laughs> yep you made that that exact color I suck at arts and crafts yeah. but it was, it was really cute because it was fun because that's something we also did as a group like we like by we, I eventually just decided, like, I sucked at this. But you still help. Your shading was on point. Look at those, what, their camel's feet. You could, like, shade the feet. Oh, I that's right. I could do that. I could do the feet. Yeah, you <laughs> rocked the feet. But, like, the faces Savannah did, Jesse did, like, a lot of detail on, like, the garb mm. that the people were wearing. Um, and that was just really fun, because, like, I think that kind of helped, like, show, like, Savannah was just so good at crafts, because, like, since then, like, she started cross-stitching, and... Yeah, and so I wish she had to see what she does because like she touches something and just makes it better. Aww. We had a family dinner at our house the other at, at, at our house at my grandma's house, and I couldn't make a salad. Fun fact: I can't make salads very well or juice. And I was like, "Spam, fix it!" And so she just helped toss my salad better, <laughs> and it looked better anyway. It did. It was so, so cute. Well, gravity didn't help your salad very much. <laughs> yeah, all my, like all my like my nuts and stuff fall into the bottom. But also, I put them in first. I, I, I guess I should have done lettuce, uh, that lettuce, that lettuce, uh-huh. that. But I don't make salads that often because I think they're gross. Yeah. So rabbit foods, my brother calls them. That's what I call them too. Yeah. Like I had nothing against salad. I'm like I'd rather have like a cooked vegetable as opposed to like raw with water basically on it. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, salads are funky. But okay, so Savannah, do you have any other memories? Um, I have a lot. I think I remember coming up here once, and wait, who's this podcast going to? Anyone we care about? No. Okay. So I came here <laughs> once, and I was like, guys, I just want to twerk. And literally, like, okay. And then we just <laughs> put on a video, and I was like, I don't even know how, but we all just dance. And I was like, they're so great. They're just willing to drop everything they're doing to help me do something I really want to do. That was just goals. <laughs> Confession time. I didn't twerk. I can't dance. <laughs> filmed it. You did great. <laughs> you bobbed. That's true. Okay, I love those memories. And then this is slightly different, but since we have a little extra time on the video, Savannah, why don't you tell me, like, so with, since you went to Korea and you lived there for a little while, some interesting cultural things you liked about Korea. Um, what's really cool about Korea is it's very respectful. So if I were to talk to someone on the street, I would call them teacher. Mm-hmm. Which is very interesting because they think that anyone in your life can be a teacher. And I was like, that's cool. You don't have to actually have the title. So when we talked to someone, we'd be like, teacher, like, you know, this is what we're doing here. We teach an English class. Do you want to come join? You know, like that was super fun. I and interesting too. And they're very special to their grandparents. They're constantly just being like, what can I do? How can I help you? My favorite thing that I love, love, love is their dinner table manners. So you all sit down. Normally everyone sits down first. Well, I guess when you go and meet with with the Korean people, you sit down, and normally it's the dad's the conversationalist. So you sit down with the dad, and he'll just talk with you. And normally, I don't think I very, I didn't think I met very many males who were not good at just having a conversation. So we'd sit down, and we'd start talking to them, and it would be really fun, and lively. And the kids would help with the mom in the kitchen, and then the kids would help bring out the food with the mom. And I sit there, and we'd be sitting down with the dad first. It'd be us. I guess go first with the dad, and the kids sit around, and then the wife sits last. And then 
how the kids, so the youngest ones, normally the one to set out. Like, if you go to a restaurant, it's the silver, like, because and every table has, like, a box full of uh, chopsticks and spoons and then a thing, a stack of cups. So the youngest person around the table would be the one to set the cups out and then to set out the silverware and the napkins and the everything. So they would be the one. And everyone would sit there and talk, and the youngest person would be the one setting it out. And you'll ever only do it with your left hand. Your right hand, no, your left hand. Your right hand would be underneath your elbow the whole time because it's very, it's not culturally acceptable to pass things up with both your hands. So you do it with one hand, and then you give everyone water, and then you sit there waiting for the mom and everyone else to sit down. And then once you, they don't really like bless the food, but if you want to, you could. And then you sit there and you start eating, but you have to wait until the dad is the one who first eats. Once you take the first bite, then anyone else can eat, pretty much. So you're waiting, then he eats, then everyone else can eat. And then it's super fun, but the mom's sitting there and she will, um, and she will be the one to refill your food. Or if she notices you're low on food, she'll scoop you more. And I'm like, that's super cool. And so that's what I like doing, too, is I'm sitting at the table, and I'll just keep giving people food. And if there's still more left, like, she doesn't like to leave leftovers. And so she'll keep giving you food until it's all gone. And they make, I don't know a better word, like, enormous amounts of food. Like, inconsumable amounts of food. Like, it's just so much food for two people that come over to your house. And they give you lots of food, and you eat to your heart's content. And then she'll just sit there. And afterwards, the kids will help clean out the table, and she'll bring out a platter full of fruit. And she'll sit there on the ground with a knife, and she'll be peeling fruit, because that's their desserts. And so I love sitting there and watching the, like, the Korean women just sit there and peel an apple. And then she'll cut up and put it on a plate, and everyone will take one. They'll normally have, like, a, a little small fork with, like, two prongs, and they'll stick it in their fruit, and they'll eat it, and we'll talk and chat and stuff. But it's just, I love Korean food manners and culture. That's that actually sounds really cool. Yeah. Um, what do you think you, like, you kind of mentioned earlier that, like, that's, like, that's, like, when the, like, well, what am I trying to say? I know my English isn't working very much. <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier that, like, when the mom keeps passing out the food, that's something, like, you have kind of adopted as well. Like, you like to just keep giving out food. Mm. Like, what are some other things you think you've adopted from your time in Korea? Um, I normally, when people come over to my house, like the Korean women, you can't go in your house and not get food. Whenever you go to someone's house, you're always fed. And it's not something that I like to keep because I think that's such a... Koreans are so giving. They're so, like, their first reaction is to, what can I give you? Like, there's a lot of people who didn't have winter clothes because they were, like, from the Philippines. And they're now in Korea where the weather's super cold. And so they'll all be like, what do we have at our house that we can give people who don't have winter clothes? And so they'll go home and they'll find whatever they can give and give them. You go to their house, they'll sit you down, they'll give you a cup of tea, and they'll start peeling fruit for you. It's just automatic. Like, it's just second nature they'll always have fruit and they'll always be peeling it for you and so I love that so when I came first came home whenever someone came over to my apartment I was like okay and I sit down I get them a big thing of oranges and I start peeling oranges and putting it on a plate so they can have oranges to eat I love that cult- I love that about their culture um I love like scooping pe- food, food for people I think for me that's how I can show that I respect you is I'll automatically take the lowest thing on the totem pole. You know, like it's only the youngest person's job to go and scoop the food. But I love it. I love making sure people have food, have enough. And so to me that's something that I like doing and I think I will continue to do. I like that. I really get the idea of like adopting those cultural practices you see that you like. Mm-hmm. 'Cause I remember like when I lived in the Philippines, kind of like this culture shock of like, Oh, this is really different. Mm-hmm. Um because there was like my landlady and she like lived right next door to like 
my friend and I who are living in the Philippines and she like brought us breakfast over the next morning and she's like I know you guys are new you have not settled in and I was like so surprised and I was like I guess some people do that like United States but it was just I felt so foreign yeah um and then like there are things like I like people like they literally borrow electricity from each other like they just like plug in like a really long extension cord borrow like this little light bulb thing and just the same like giving nature or, like if you mm-hmm. need something they would do something for you mm-hmm. so I wonder like I I well, you're talking about, like, I've seen a lot of that. Like, I've adopted two from the Philippines. or like, or Philippines and Korea. Like, just the giving nature. Because, like, you go to the Philippines and they're always trying to feed you. Uh-huh. And they want you to, like, do merienda with them. And they want you to come over and have fun with them. And they like having these fun collective experiences. And so I get that where it's just, like, you go and you learn about these people. And you learn to, like, love them and serve them. And then you, like, see things you really, really like that you just can't let go of. Mm. So. Yeah. I love it. It's just, it's not I could never have learned, you know, I just something that I want to keep going, and it's so hard in America to be so selfless like that, but I think it's just the, the natural person in me is like, no, this is mine, you know, I bought this, you know, I don't want to give it to you, but it's... It's a I lot should... easier, like, whatever it is, like, about the environment or just the people around, it's a lot easier when other people are doing it, too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When it's like you go to someone's apartment, they're like, oh, here, what can we give you? Oh, I have extra of this. Do you want to take it home with you? Like, that's just not something that I see everywhere. Yeah, so. and I, I totally get it because there's times, like, I thought about that, too, and I always have to tell myself, like, in my mind, like, this is kind of part of, like, my own personal faith where it's like, if I give this, God will provide for me in a different way. It's mm. so, like, that's why I had to, all, like, constantly tell myself because it's like, I give away a lot of food to a lot of people. It's so, yeah. like, I always have to tell myself, like, I will always be fed if I'm always giving this away to people who need it more. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, that also, like, that takes, like, a lot of faith. And so I kind of get that, like, there's also, like, making that decision and keeping that decision. So. Well, because like, Korean people, they all do it to each other. So it makes yeah. so much more sense to them. Because it's, like, Same within the Philippines. Like, it's yeah. just that collective community. I know that if I give you apples today because you don't have any food, I know that later on you'll give me apples. But I feel like here it's not the same. That's actually why I'm excited that you're going to become our roommate. So, guys, fun fact. So, sadly, Megan from last episode will be moving out to go do her adult job. Yeah. And Savannah will become my next roommate. And she'll be part of, like, this more collective day. Because I feel like in our apartment we kind of, ex- like, exhibit? Inhibit. I'm not sure. Exude? Exude? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what word I'm looking for. I feel for. like the exude's the right one, but I don't know. Like, the, that community right. of, like, there are times, like, I've been out of money and or like out of food and they've given it and times like I've had roommates who have been in a similar situation so that same type of sense of community where it's like it's okay that you use it because I know I'm free to use your stuff too mm. so not that like we're like I'm gonna like steal your shampoo but but if you need a squirt or two please take it <laughs> yeah. um in fact like my sh- like my hairspray like I go through it so fast it's because I know everyone's using it <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> I'm and I'm fine with that so it's like every kind of knows that like every just knows like there's one or two things that they do that, like, people use, too. It's just part of that community. Mm. So. Okay, then lastly, um, what food do you miss the most in Korea, from Korea? I, I love, I think I've lost my, because right now all I eat is instant foods. You know, like things I can get fast on the go. But I love in Korea, they take time. And to make a simple, like, kimbap or, like, a spring roll it takes so much time and energy to cut each thing into the right, you know, length or size. And there's just so much care and love in all their food. And they don't take any shortcuts. It's like, this is how we make it. There is no Insta whatever. You know, you just have to, you know, spend the time and cut the cucumber in long, you know, strips or whatever. And so I miss, I miss the authenticity um, of Korean food in general. But the specific food that I miss most is called Thukbandukuk. 
It's Dakmandukuk. <laughs> yeah, Dakmandukuk. Dakmandukuk. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually really good though. <laughs> I tried. So duck is rice cake, and then mandu is like a dumpling, and gook is soup. So it's like rice dumpling soup. It is so good. Did you, have you made that for us before? Uh huh. Yeah, I remember. That was really good. Yeah, I love that stuff. It's my favorite meal in Korea. I think maybe within the next week or the week after, we should definitely like get together and like you pick a few Korean foods and like we'll make them like spring rolls, things like that. Yes. Because um, I love cultural food experiences. I think everybody does. Mm. But And it just kind of shocks you about how good another culture's food can be. Because I, when I first left, I was like, I'm going to hate their food. I hate seafood. But I actually never found something I couldn't eat. I loved all of it. Even the fish, it wasn't that bad. Like, I only had to eat fish a couple of times. I wonder if it's because their food's a lot fresher. Oh, yeah. Because that's something I noticed in, like, in the Philippines. Like, I remember the first time I took, like, took a bite of an apple there. And I was, like, in awe of how good it tasted. Mm. And ever like, and I think, like, it was a lot easier for me to, like, eat healthier and to, like, eat less foods and make food because, like, the food just tasted so good and so yeah. fulfilling. And, like, I didn't need to go, like, buy chocolate to get this trigger fix. Like, I could literally just eat one of those delicious apples. Mm. Or, like, one of their, like, very sweet bananas. And so, like, like and I understand, like, where we live now, like, and how our community, like, our culture is set up. Like, it's very hard to get, like, those fresh products. So, it's, like, it can be expensive. Or, like, we're on the go constantly. Because, mm-hmm. like, I get your moment eating the Insta food. But, like, I'm assuming, like, we had similar experiences. Like, food can taste like this. And it can yeah. mean this. As opposed to, like, pop in the oven. You know? Yeah, exactly. Let's go. So, I'm excited for when I get older. And I'll have, like, a family, and then I can actually spend time making good food. Same. That's actually, like, what one of the reasons I've been trying to learn how to make meat. Because it's, mm. like, I want to be someone, like, someone can come over and, like, eat my steak and be like, oh, my gosh, that's a good steak. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, when you can get some, like, a good plate of food, that's, like, I feel like, kind of you said earlier, like, it's a good way to show, like, I love you enough that I want you to try this and get a good experience from this. And I spent hours making it. Mm-hmm. So you can have five minutes of, you know, like, enjoying it. <laughs> it's so funny, though, because, like, do you like amusement parks? Yeah. Oh, okay, I don't. I was going to say, it's like, I will not spend, like, an hour in line to, like, ride a ride, but I will spend an hour cooking if I think it's going to turn out well. Mm, so. And I can see that. See, I don't go in the hour lines. I only go the five-minute ones, because I don't <laughs> like standing in lines for that long. Hi, my problem with amusement parks is, like, you spend so much money to get in. And they had to constantly spend money to continue to be in the park for different things. And then you went in line for, like, a three-minute ride. And it's just, you spend the whole day just... Hamburger is $12. Yeah, it's just too much. Yeah. But, like, I like... Like, it's not like I hate rides. I just, like, I'm like, ugh. I'd rather, like, be doing anything. It's how I feel about concerts, too. Where it's mm. just, like, you're just waiting in line. You go. It's hot. It's sweaty. And, like, I can have a funner experience just on my couch at home with, like, an AC on. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. But, so... There's one other question I was going to ask you. Let's see if, like, if I keep talking, if it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, work, brain, work, work, work. Ah, this isn't a question. This is a challenge. Okay. So I want you to teach me a few Korean words, and I want to teach you a few Filipino words, and then we'll close out the session. Okay. Um, one of my favorite Korean words is... Oh, I'm trying to think of the ones. Well, I'll teach you how to count to five. Okay. And so there's two, there's two ways to count in Korean. There's the Chinese numbers and the Korean numbers. Chinese numbers are used to count one thing and Korean numbers are used to count the other one, but the easier one are the Korean ones. So number one is ir, i, sa, sam, gu. Like that. Okay. Ir, ir, 
Ear. Ear. Uh-huh. Oh, e. E. Sa. Sa. Oh, ear, e, sam. Sorry. Ear, e, sam. Ear, e, sam. Sa. Sa. O. O? Yes. Goo is nine, but O is five. Oh. Ear, e, sa, sam, o. Yes. Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. Um, so my brain automatically went to Spanish. I don't know Spanish that well. I know. I was like French. <laughs> I was like, no. So I was like, I actually teach you numbers too, but I think it's going to take me six. So uh, what is one? Umuna? Okay. Oh, Tagalog looks so long. Because, uh, okay, so like, what is it? Ear, or ear, e, san, or sam, sa, u. But Tagalog gets like, umuna. Dalawang, tatlong, apat, lima. Like, they're so long. Lima, I like that lima. one. Lima. Maybe I'll, okay, so, uh, what's a small word? Um, this is so hard. All the words are so long. I know. Okay. Like, faith. Paramparapataya. Close. Paramparapataya. Paramparapataya. Yeah. <laughs> I had my Filipino companion teach me that one for, and it took me a long time. <laughs> I still don't know how to spell it. Okay, yeah, so that's, so she taught me to count to five, and the word I'm teaching her is faith, which is pananam parataya. Param parapataya. Close. Pananam. Pananam. Papa. Wait, it. I'm adding any words. Pananam parapataya. Nope. And now I'm pananam parataya. Pananam parapataya. Close. We'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> and we, like, Spanish words, like, faith. <laughs> and, so, and then, like, I don't remember what it is in German. Um, okay, do you have anything else you want to teach me in Korean? Flower. Okay. Gold. What is it? Gold. Gold? Yeah, it's kind of like goat, but gold. Oh, goat. I thought it yeah. was, like, an L sound. I was like, that's weird. You're like, what? But literally, there's, a, there's, like, an S at the bottom. Well, like, if you know Korean, there's, like, an... It's called a shit at the bottom. It's like an S, but that means to go. Like it, you have to like stick your tongue out. Go, yeah, go, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna teach you how. Like, so Filipinos, um, in general, you don't really knock on the door. You call out to them, and you say taopo, taopo, yeah. Oh, oh! And so, like in the Philippines, instead of like here, you know, you knock on the door, you ring the door up there, you just go taopo until like they come, and you you just keep yelling. And if you can't, if they don't move, they're not home or avoiding you, and then eventually they let you in. Taopo, yeah. Uh, so taopo. Yeah, so Tao is literally just people. Oh. And so you're just literally... And then Po is, like... It has no real meaning aside from the fact that it shows respect. And so mm-hmm. you're really just going, people, like, people, people. That's what you're just saying. Mm. But you're trying to... You show respect Ta-a-po. by adding Po. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. Okay, so, Savannah, I think that's all for today. Thank you so much for your time. Yes. Um, and so we close out always saying, like, you are loved with a cool clap. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. You, you are loved. loved.